0: Get fired up, boy. Xavier here is going to give you all the tools you need to take back your birthright. This world is ours. High-team men, highly feminine women, in synchronicity with nature, hand in hand. Let's get the world back in our hands. Let's go. Xavier Malik, how are you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's good to talk to you finally. I'm really excited to be on the pod, man.
0: Yeah, man. Glad to have you on. Saw your account and immediately your content quality is really high, but also the things you're saying recently, getting into the more esoteric things about don't wear plastics, polyester, like carnivore diet type food. And that's actually why I wanted to talk to you because everyone, I think, has a good idea of how to be healthy, but your content, you've been getting really into like the -the in-between-the-lines type health habits and health things that people could do. So I just wanted to pick your brain about that.
1: Yeah, um, I'm definitely in tune with all the little things. I like to say I'm kind of like a well oiled machine. Um, yeah. I can notice every little sand, that, every little grain of sand that gets thrown in between the gears. So I'm very in tune. Um, this actually kind of started for me. I was an athlete all through high school. Um, I graduated high school and ended up not really getting into athletics anymore. Um, so I actually started going into MMA, some martial arts. Um, that's what really got me into the performance aspect of things and really dialing in my body, whether it be 1% changes, um, cutting out inflammatory foods that that's originally what got me really super interested in that regard. Um, and yeah, so many, pe- so many people nowadays are sick, unfortunately, and yeah. and ill. And I'd like to think that there's something we could do about it and that, some of the way we're living uh, could possibly be contributing to that some of the things we're wearing the polyester clothing polyester is a form of plastic Uh, people Mm -hmm. don't really realize that and all these uh, new kind of gym wear brands are marketing all of their plastic material it kind of hurts me to see that for sure Um, I'm sure it does play a factor I, I don't know how much our skin is absorbing, but the skin is the largest organ in the body in that regard. So I'm sure it has some effect on our overall health, wearing this plastic sheath over our bodies. Um,
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so funny. You, see, I didn't realize it is a lot of athletic wear. It's a lot of the guys who want to get healthier. A lot of the girls that want to feel fit, feel healthy, are getting little microplastics soaking in on their skin and downstairs, you know, that, that region. You get yeah, an election, the
1: boys crazy. I know you got to protect the boys, especially when you're sweating. I- I'd assume your pores are most likely more open. They're probably more susceptible to absorbing whatever it may be. Um, even there's so many different aspects of that that I would love to get into. Um, but i I think some people aren't exactly prepared for well, well, action now, action now, action the micro now, what's up, Malik, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Mateo? Uh, so we up? totally didn't just come back from technical issues. I swear, this is a con- <laughs> this is just a continuous pod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was addressing the subject of microplastics being absorbed through clothing. I I do think polyester clothing is something that could be contributing to the infertility, the health issues that we face today. Unfortunately, I mean, if you if you look at the grand scheme of human history. Micro, uh, sorry polyester has only really been introduced in a blink a little snapshot of human history i mean the last like 50 years not even
0: not even yeah i mean and it's weird because you get bpa level uh, labels on things like oh this is a polymer i think that was the p stands for i believe type a there are like 40 types of polymers just because you blocked one of them from being in your food packaging and whatever that doesn't limit the other 39 just avoid plastics altogether especially like with, with foods and clothing and things that are on you and in you you know everyday stuff. things exactly
1: yeah i mean that's a huge aspect of my life is just looking at everyday things that i'm continuously taking in putting on whatever it may be and just trying to optimize those i mean why not it's your life you were playing with here i, I would want to stretch it out for as long as possible and be as healthy as possible um if you look at like the containers you're storing your food in. Hey, I yeah. mean, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg to get glass containers over plastic and I really think it'll probably benefit your health. If it doesn't, then whatever, you're you're out a few bucks, but it it just makes it's it's a no-brainer to me um, yeah. in terms of the water quality you're drinking how much is it going to really cost you to, to aim for a little bit of a better water quality? Cause we, we know what's in tap water nowadays. You could mm-hmm. literally go on, what is, is it EWS, EWCS, a public website that will show you the, the what's exactly essentially in your tap water in your area specifically. Um, yeah. There's so many things that you probably don't want to put in your body and and so many things that humans over history haven't put in their bodies that we all are now. And you look yeah. at the the disease rates and all of that; it's clearly exactly. correlated. I, I'd like to say it's clearly correlated, but some people will call me crazy for that. I,
0: no, I, I totally believe it's by design too, man. I think also the thing um, about tap water you're talking about. I I'm not gonna go and tell some young lady how to live, right? But if they believe like their body, their choice, they're taking birth control, right? Like all power to them, go ahead. But what people aren't realizing is that those people those women pee every day, multiple times a day, right? And that pee goes into our water supply. And they've seen all these estrogens like breaking down into the water and is tapping other people who are deciding not to have those steroid hormones into their, in, in their water. So it's not just her body, it's affecting everybody and it's fine. it's she obviously she's not doing it on purpose, right? But you can protect yourself with water filters and all kinds of different things. But that is a huge one because there is a huge feminization at a chemical level of a lot of young men who are developing in puberty. And it's, it's, it's a big deal,
1: dude. It's noticeable. I talk about that with my friends often, just seeing the younger generations. I'm actually coaching a a high school lacrosse team. Currently the high school I graduated at, I came back and I'm helping out doing my fair share in the community. And it's incredible to just look at the youth kind of growing up and, I remember kids when I was a freshman in high school with like full beards and and men, grown dude. men. I mean, I didn't, I graduated in 2018. I'm still young. So I was literally just recently in high school. I could still count on one hand how many years ago it was since I graduated five. So I'm, I'm yeah. aging out of that. But I remember kids that were full grown beards that their testosterone was probably triple. <laughs> yeah, obviously exaggerating, probably double that of the average kid nowadays and they were they were outliers i can't even imagine like like the 80s the 90s just seeing full-grown adults (laughs) look like they're 30 years old in in high school and i really do think it's like the feminization through just like heightened estrogen and obviously just the the testosterone levels tanking i mean i've done so much research and read so many different articles about the average male testosterone dropping like 1% each year since around like 1989. I want to say probably earlier than that. Um, there's so many different factors that come into play. You you can't really put on like a all fits approach in that regard. It's, it's like our activity levels, the food we're eating, the the lack of nutrients from the food we're eating, uh, just the lower demand we're, we're asking of our bodies i mean if if there, if our body doesn't have a reason to produce testosterone if we're just sitting on the couch and watching netflix all day all day like a lot of people are unfortunately then then why would it even need to produce testosterone i mean it's kind of it's kind of yeah. it's, it's yeah. crazy and our bodies are very adaptable i mean whatever you ask of it it, w- it will respond to those demands so
0: yeah exactly i believe my body Saw the most change when I went from super high reps, which is fine, right? But the T effect, like the high T, was when I started lifting heavy, like extreme central nervous system shock was when yeah. I started. I was like, my body's like, oh, okay, we're a man, all right So you get <laughs> this, and it started giving me a ton of T. Yeah, you re- if you don't have a stimulus for growth, you won't have the growth.
1: No, yeah. no, that's definitely true. Um, I I noticed the same thing. I was always a uh, because i was doing mma and um had in my head for some reason i actually didn't really lift much in high school to be honest i was always i uh, hate to toot my own horn the most athletic kid on the field uh playing lacrosse i was always the fastest kid on the field no competition about it uh, i was very confident in my abilities I had the opportunity to go play at some division two colleges um i'm sure if i really stuck to lacrosse i probably could have made it up to the division one level um but i know for sure that the performance side of lifting is something i wish i started sooner mm. um I, I never wanted to get like bulky and become a gym bro but i mean obviously i, I feel like i've come into that element over the past look at you of now <laughs> i know bro <laughs> but um doing mma I, I really started getting into lifting a little bit more i was on that i i started with calisthenics doing push-ups the squats situps, uh, sit-ups whatever it may be just using my body weight yeah um, I, I don't think my testosterone was as high as it could have been as, a, as an 18, 19, 20 year old until honestly, probably two years ago or a year ago. Um, really focusing on those heavier rep ranges. I mean, I've gotten blood work done regularly, probably every year. or So just at my physical and you can see that. At? What's your tea at? I have to look right now, but I just got it done in November and it was a new high. It was like, Let's go. Uh, I want to say six seventy six or something. Uh, That's just a number from my head. It was red on the on the recommended testosterone. I don't know how you could have red testosterone like it's too high or something. I don't know. I'm freaking out the doctors. I went on
0: the verge of breaking out of the matrix. That's why. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know this this kid's gonna conquer the world. And they're like, oh, whoa, 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 slow down there, slow down there.
0: Dude, I was talking with uh, you know Coach Barkay about yeah those.
1: yeah i saw that that's awesome man bart's the man
0: he's the shout man on, dude shout out ireland baby ireland let's go <laughs> his his blood work his tea is in like the 900s right yeah and crazy? so we were we were talking a bit and we we're like yeah isn't it so funny that when you're healthy they really resist giving you your blood work because like they're like oh we assume you're healthy and then one of my friends was like oh yeah let me just put on my seatbelt after i crash
1: that's the whole point. <laughs> facts honestly uh I, I had to like beg for it i was like i was like hinting my doctor's a pretty cool guy i was like hinting at it. i was like can i can i just see the data i was asking i was like can i get my testosterone checked can i get my sex hormones and he was like make, giving me kind of a hard time and he was like well you would have to give me a reason to do so and i i said uh you know, I've been feeling really lethargic lately, and I, like, nice. gave him a wink. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and nice. and I was like, honestly, I, I think my testosterone is going to be higher than ever. I, I think I might might be busting out of this room um, with my shirt off in a second. Let's and go. I pulled it up right here, 870. So, 870. Yo. Yeah. Photo evidence. Here Let's we go. Kill. Here it we is. go. I don't know if you can see that. 870. Oh, yeah. That was covered up in loss. <laughs> little musk proof oh (laughs) that's blood red (laughs) (laughs) blood red yep wasn't in the green zone wasn't in the green zone not at all
0: good stuff dude hell yeah
1: yeah and honestly it's i was just thinking it's been about a year since i've been eating i don't remember the last time i've had anything processed to be honest with you i I think it's been about a year since i've had been only eating whole foods essentially animal-based diet i don't like to put my a label on myself um capital b yeah yeah yeah, yeah. based as fuck (laughs) i honestly just found out what that word based means (laughs) like three months ago dude i was so out of social media i only started actually using social media about a year ago in march i got a new phone Uh, i completely avoided it and um, since then it's it's been a really great journey i feel like i've helped countless more people than i would have been able to just marketing through word of mouth locally. I was doing personal training already. (laughs) Um, I had stopped fighting or, or doing MMA with the intention of fighting around April. I want to say of 2021, 2022 rather feels weird. That's 2023. And, and I, I really wanted to just kind of help people achieve and, and reach whatever goals they have through health and wellness. Honestly, I, uh, I wanted to fight. I really wanted to. I wanted to make that like a career, um, but I just found that our brains are so precious. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I Yeah. I, I really didn't want to uh, sacrifice anymore. I wanted to use my brain for good, and not that that's not good, but it, it was something that really um, yeah, hit with mean. me. Yeah. yeah, something that really hit with me, and I, I don't want to degrade anyone that wants to to follow that i think it's an amazing sport it's my favorite sport it's the only sport i really actually watch and if you're willing to sacrifice your life to that i, I more che- more more cheers to you more applause to you it's, it's amazing um yeah. but i i feel like another thing i just don't have that savage in me i want to help people i i kind of reached that point where i just i want to build people up not really break them down and i want to smash people bash, smash no smash
0: Nice. Um, dude, I'm a wrestler. I uh, I wrestled in high school, and uh, my best friend—he's actually the kid who's on the first episode of my show. He played lacrosse too, and he actually played at Michigan, the University of Michigan, and he's has a coaching offer. He's coaching a lot of college athletes and stuff. But I think there's a lot of—he was telling me there's a lot of lacrosse guys to get into MMA because he picked up BJJ like immediately, like Jujitsu. That's awesome, you know? dude. And he got, he got me bit with the jujitsu bug, too. I just haven't found a gym to commit to yet. Really? But, dude, it's something about – I th- I think BJJ, too, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, MMA, you can go 100% without, like, actually, like, killing each other. Whereas other martial arts, like when I did, like, Taekwondo and, and wrestling and all that stuff, you go 100%, you're going to get hurt, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I definitely feel like BJJ is the one sport where you can 100% go – go full blast and you can get great reps and and if you're going full blast with intention with control to some regard it is it is great and i mean nothing beats trying to strangle your friends i actually i have mats in my garage i don't know i've posted a couple of clips on my instagram of my little garage gym i've built out nice um, i have friends over a couple times a week we'll we'll just grapple do a couple of rounds and it, it, it is a it's a great sport that I'd love to stay in for sure and compete in the near future. I'm just kind of healing up some injuries, but
0: for sure, dude,
1: uh, I do feel like it is the one thing you could go 100% and, and get some great reps in MMA. I don't know. Some people y- you might, might beg to differ, but, um, yeah, any, anything with, with shots to the head is, is there's, That's- there's some danger in it, but I really wish I did wrestle in high school. That is a huge discipline that gets built a lifelong discipline that gets built um it, yeah. it's uh, I remember in high school running next to those guys during lacrosse practice and and they'd have bags on cutting weight and Insane. i mean their ability to to thrive in suffering is is unlike any other that's why most uh, wrestlers are very successful in MMA nowadays if you can control someone's body and take them down that's ultimate um i I do know a lot of lacrosse players that got into mma lacrosse is a, surprisingly a pretty violent sport. I know it's a regarded as like the wealthy white kid whatever it may be sport um I was the only african american half african american kid out there it, it definitely is violent a lot of a lot of blood a lot of i mean a lot of big hits uh, the recent game I just coached there's it was it was violent um <laughs> yeah I can you- see the transfer yeah see the transfer for sure i that's one thing about when i stopped playing lacrosse i just craved like like hitting hurting people to be honest
0: (laughs) yeah yeah. i know what you mean yeah going back out into the regular world you're like i could smash this guy right now (laughs) right
1: yeah And, and i mean i was soft i was like 165 pounds but i still i loved. that was my biggest thing playing lacrosse is just like i picked out the biggest guy and i was like i'm gonna drop him this game full speed full sprint, <laughs> 25 yard sprint just put my helmet right right beneath his chin probably it's slightly yeah. illegal but that was, eh. that was fun for me yeah ref can't um, see everything yes exactly exactly yeah. so where are you at right nowadays
0: um so i was raised in northern virginia so i'm there okay. right now sweet yeah. cool big lacrosse uh community here actually
1: oh yeah for sure
0: yeah and so yeah i'm still here i was in spain for three months and then the plan is to move back over there so i'm just cleaning up my house like all all documentation all kinds of stuff because it's crazy um, doing business here and there so i'm just trying to clean stuff yeah. up meeting some cool people along the way and then i just got this podcast started up i started it way back but uh you know what i was just like you actually i didn't really believe in social media i thought it was like the most vain thing in the world actually and exactly. so until i saw you can actually build community here so getting some of the guys that i've been talking to throughout the years on this and sharing their ideas and what they do has been very rewarding so
1: oh, that's definitely understandable that's that's something that drives me every day is is seeing the community that's that's being built and like-minded people that i would have not met otherwise it's it's really awesome it feels like there is hope for like social media being yeah. in this like positive space. I-, I like to say that we're the positive side of social media. I mean, it's so easy to get sucked into scrolling about Instagram thoughts, miles and miles of Instagram thoughts, <laughs> yeah. getting miles on your thumb.
0: And... Yeah. No, don't worry. They're getting miles themselves. There's a different kind of, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, facts, facts. Yeah. Clip that,
1: clip that. <laughs> yeah, clip that. <laughs>
0: that Dude, funny. So where are you from? Where, where are you raised?
1: So I'm actually from Jacksonville, Florida. South of Jacksonville, Florida, I like to claim Saint Augustine, kind of in between the two, just north of Saint Augustine, just south of Saint of Jacksonville. Um, It's it's a growing town for sure. I think Jacksonville was like the number one city in terms of growth for the past like three years or so in in Florida, rather. Um, So so a ton of growth here, but honestly nothing too exciting growing up as a kid single mom just trying to figure it out as i go yeah um my mom's been really supportive trying to help me out trying to push me in the right direction she was always someone in my life that i come to realize it now was ahead of the wave she she never really gave me any processed shit she never allowed me to drink soda she really never really had chips in the house I, i i didn't realize it at the time but She always fed me whole foods for dinner and really rarely had anything processed. And I think that is a I think that has a correlation with my athletic performance being the most athletic kid on the field. I really does. I really think it does as well as genetics, of course. Yeah. Um, But I, I think that may have instilled a little bit of a health, health conscious aspect in my head. It's Dude, it's crazy 100%. how our childhood affects us, and and we yeah. don't really realize it.
0: Yeah, we don't realize that at all. I I get really sad when I see like fat like children, like not fat me as well, obese yeah. children, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, it makes because me sad. That,
0: that kid has no salary. That kid has no money. Like he can't choose what he's eating. It's it's a parent's choice. It's a household yeah. choice. And I know that parents. I'm not judging parents. Love like I know parents love their kids, but it's just. A lot of us are so ill-informed. We don't know that the canola oil is destroying, inflaming your body. We don't know certain things. But, uh, yeah, that's why accounts like yours really help push the masses. Just every day, some new person is going to see that new idea and is going to push it to their tribe and their network. And that makes a difference.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like you said, they're pushing it to their tribe and their network. They become the CEO of the ancestral lifestyle. I like to call it. I'm the CEO. I'm a CEO. Rather, there's there's millions of CEOs of the ancestral lifestyle, yeah, teaching right. people how to how to kind of get back to our roots and in understanding how humans are meant to thrive, how we have thrived for hundreds of thousands, millions of years, whatever you want to whatever you want to say. Um, yeah. it, it is it is really rewarding to just see like those messages from that one person that says, Hey, you've really helped my life. You've, you, I have stopped eating processed crap. I've cut out seed oils. I feel better than ever. I don't get a sunburn anymore. That's crazy. Isn't that
0: huge? <laughs> Isn't that so nice? I was Did just I talking to client today about that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like the number one seller I've been trying to tell people, uh, like, Hey, like if you stop, consuming seed you won't get the skin inflammation from sun like you can just soak in the sun finally
1: yeah like what did your ancestors do you think they're just getting burned every minute i mean i guess maybe some some irish folks that didn't get sunlight much and they're living in like florida or something yeah i'm sure there's some some aspect of like lack of sun absorption um my mom's actually a redhead that kind of draws into my my color I, i have a african dad african-american dad and, and a redhead mom so it, it made me the lightest you tan ever. oh i get dark for sure yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah my mom tans pretty well as well so
0: yeah so i think it's just like uh like muscles or anything else the body just gets used to the new stimulus even if it is like photons you get yeah. used to. yeah
1: we're definitely super adaptable in that regard
0: so with your coaching you're doing uh mostly like muscle gain or like fat loss or what is the typical profile people come to you for
1: um so both honestly um i've worked with people that are obese that are, have have lost a ton of weight and completely transformed their lives we help build healthy eating habits a sustainable eating style i don't like to put people in one box that's it never works with honestly anything in health mm. um finding a diet that works for you at the end of the day and sticking to that and and building upon that, adding things, removing things, but basing it around whole foods th- that humans are meant to eat. That's that's my biggest focus, um, whether it be muscle building, wh- uh, fat loss, it, it really kind of almost falls into the same category of, of that, at least sticking mm-hmm. to the whole foods in the nutrition side of things, adding if you want to bulk removing if you want to get into a calorie deficit and then building the fitness plan around that longevity focus. I don't know if you've heard of knees over toes guy. Yeah. ATG. Yeah. That's kind of what I first dove into when I hopped on Instagram. I'm trying to educate people how to restore their knees, how to just get into the most athletic uh, form of their bodies yet. Um, I had some knee issues when I was doing MMA, oh. when I was training MMA and, um, I I found knees over toes guy. I had patellar tendonitis for like a a year that I was just pushing through dealing with, and it really sucked. And I just dove into ATG knees over toes. Athletic truth group is his kind of organization and self-educating myself, buying his programs. And I completely restored my knees and I've become the most athletic version of myself on top of the athleticism I already had. My, My patellar tendons are stronger than ever. It's, it's a pretty incredible program that i'm very passionate about and it's not just the knees it's strengthening the ankles the ligaments surrounding that the muscles within those areas the the back the shoulders some really out-of-the-box stuff that i really would like to he's put the title on it but i want to put the claim on it right now on this podcast it is the evolution in exercise science for sure nice yeah it's the next level stuff i mean we want to all focus on this bodybuilding um this this basic kind of meathead logic i'd like to say yeah rarely are we actually training in functional patterns that we're actually going to be using in our daily lives or 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 patterns that people get injured in a lot like the jefferson curls one example where you're coming to like a full uh spinal bend and you're almost deadlifting through that that's where most people get injured is is they're weak in that area and they're bending over to pick something up their spine's not neutral because it's rare that your spine's actually neutral when you're picking something up right so most people get injured but if you can strengthen yourself in that range of motion then the the propensity of you getting injured has been extremely decreased so just like that with like the knees over toes people blow out their acls coming to a stop it's not the acceleration it's the deceleration if you can train mm-hmm. yourself in those ranges of motion when your knee is over your toes it's going to strengthen the ligaments it's going to strengthen strengthen the accessory muscles and and really just prevent um, the odds of that happening, which is really exciting to me. And then obviously mixing in some aesthetic bodybuilding training that people want to focus on, get the pump, get the cool <laughs> looks. obviously mixing that in with some functional aspects of that. Um, so kind of just a, a mosh in terms of the fitness side of things of, of all of those regards, and then nutrition, really just focusing on building those healthy habits of, of putting in quality nutrients, quality food, quality ingredients into your body
0: nice a very holistic approach Then, yeah
1: yeah yeah everything Uh, ties in i just word vomited a lot on you i'm sorry about that but what i just word vomited a lot on you no dude
0: Um, that's why we're here i love that all right the muscles grouping like it's great like everyone wants some bigger muscles but yeah the knees or toes guys story is actually really cool i did he blow up one or both knees the acls or something
1: i think he had like multiple surgeries on on both of his knees maybe but he was he was a shit show for sure
0: yeah and like now you see videos of him dunking doing like heavy backwards sledding crazy things and um yeah i think it's because we've just not we've neglected tendon strength isometric holds and that like you said like functional uh situational lifts like the jefferson curl that's Not in many programs at all. So that's awesome that you include that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm just addressing our weak links at the end of the day. Um, yeah. How do people get injured? How can we strengthen strengthen that and prevent that from happening? That's that's the goal at the end of the day. And um, obviously mixing in some some really positive nutritional habits as well to to lower the odds of us getting an injury because nu- nutrition does play a factor. If you're feeling sluggish that day. Mm. Uh, you're feeling inflamed that day. I, I think there is a higher propensity of you getting injured, and and by being consistent with your nutrition and putting in the best fuel in your body, that's that's, that's really going to be beneficial in terms of mixing in the fitness side of things and the nutrition side of things. It's going to be a symbiotic, amazing relationship.
0: Yeah, I, I like I like that it's both. I, how are you uh, philosophically? dealing with the idea of dieting i've never liked the the word dieting personally because i feel like it's something that's outside of myself it's like something i'm forcing whereas like what's helped me for like years now is like i've never once been on a diet i genuinely enjoy red meat fruit honey like why would i not and i genuinely dislike potato chips canola oil because it t- like to me it also literally tastes nasty and i i And I I didn't realize exactly why that was, like how it clicked until I read a book called Eat Dirt by Dr. Josh Axe. And he says the gut microbiome, it's bacteria. So they they want to preserve their life. And what they do is like, if you eat a certain type of food, if it's processed food, you create a certain type of bacteria that lives there and they populate there and they feed off that original food source, which was processed food. So they're gonna ask for more and like ask for more cravings of that junk. Whereas if you introduce like healthy foods, they're gonna be like, oh, this is not us. That's those aren't our boys. These are different bacteria. Get that out of here. So it's gonna yeah. period, But like when you've been eating well and clean for a while, it genuinely tastes amazing. You look forward to it. And I didn't realize that at a chemical level, but yeah, I've never been a diet on a diet my a day in my life. Well, I didn't. I went vegan for two weeks with my uh, with my ex. That was wild. But i like i've never been on a diet for the rest of my life like it's just i enjoy good food and i feel like once you have that relationship with food with dieting whatever you want to call it it's just a, it's just simple i don't know
1: yeah no that's um that's incredible the, the gut microbiome it, it really is people like to call it the second brain right the the, the brain connection with Ew. your oh i can still hear you at least though all right cut all right cut we're good. We're back. We're back. All right. Yeah. Um, so I was saying the gut microbiome is really interesting. I've heard more and more recently that people are considering it to be the second brain. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Earth, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that relationship with the bacterias and how there could be overgrowths of bad bacteria, like candida. I want to say is yeah. is a bad bacteria that's um, definitely sugar. Excess sugar contributes to that. Excess processed sugars, and and when you have those overgrowths, they they ask, they they signal to your brain, "Hey, I want more of this crap to f- to make my colony bigger." M- yeah, make the boys bigger. It's it's <laughs> incredible, and um, so many people, their gut microbiomes are probably jacked, and they're just <laughs> craving all the wrong things. And I think it, I think. People need to just trust that it takes some time to to rebuild the good bacteria and rid themselves of the bad bacteria that crave those those nasty things. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some people are deep in a hole, but I, I think that most of those holes can be dug out of. You can you could climb out of those holes. It's just it's gonna take some dedication and some some temporary discomfort. But I think in the long term it'll pay off for sure. Yeah. The gut biome is is incredible. I, I'm very interested to hear more about what's what's brought up of that in in the next few years to come because i know they're doing more and more research in that regard and i think we have such a surface level understanding of it
0: yeah we definitely do have a surface level understanding of it
1: similar to our understanding of cholesterol i think it's very surface level to be to be honest with you we know what markers to look for and i don't like the whole all fits approach i think everyone's completely different i mean i think your cholesterol can completely change day to day your body your liver produces it for god's sake and and we're we've we've been conditioned just just to be absolutely terrified of of cholesterol and saturated fat and it's like what this is what humans have been eating this is only humans have what humans have been eating is is animal proteins full of cholesterol and and we're all of a sudden terrified of it I do know there's some some big issues with people that are insulin resistant in saturated fat. And I think that's a huge correlation to somewhat of our fear of animal fats is is the insulin resistance that causes causes that atherosclerosis. I mean,
0: but what caused that insulin resistance is all the sugary and processed stuff in the first place. It's you can't blame the firefighters for showing up to the fire just because oh. they're there. Like what caused the fire?
1: That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're never really addressing the root cause it seems in in Eastern medicine and it kind of sucks. It's really, it's really unfortunate. It's, it's kind of just like, here you go, take this pill, mask your symptoms, never actually address, address the root cause because we've really never really been taught how to address the root cause. I mean, I think most, most doctors are really only given like 20 five hours or so of nutrition yeah. education throughout all their schooling. And, and I, <laughs> I think that's, that's a huge disservice to sick people that that's one of the most, the first things they need to be addressing when they go in with symptoms or whatever it may be. It's the doctors need to be asking, what is your lifestyle? Like, what is your, what are you eating? What are some of the foods you eat throughout the week? What is your, your fitness regimen? Are you lifting heavy weights? Are you are you giving your body the stimulus it needs to to thrive? Uh, what is your hydration like? What are you drinking like? It, there's so many different things that need to be addressed before just here take this pill. Yeah, mask your symptoms without actually fix, fixing the root cause.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a perverted game. Like a patient cured is a uh, customer lost. I think I saw that somewhere
1: getting deep man it hurts it, it is it is 100 percent true and it, it's crazy that people look at me funny for saying something like that or whatever it may be i mean are you just bad at putting puzzles together this is a <laughs> this is very evident this is very evident i mean 1.7 trillion dollars or so the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical yeah. industry industry made can't really speak yeah. right now
0: i know you're no uh stranger to the fluoride stare you know yeah the
1: thousand yard fluoride stare man (laughs) you're like huh the the seed oil fluoride stare just looking off into nothingness it's painful man it's painful i i I try to say hey just be conscious of what you're eating stop stop putting this crap in your body and it's just one in one ear and out the other some people you can lead them to water but you can't make them drink and that's that's something i've i've heard i've i've applied to my life more and more. I, I want to be that preacher guy. I want to save as many people of my, as many of my peers, as as many people I love as possible. But yeah. I, I've just kind of accepted at this point that some people you'll never get through to. And, and it sucks. It really sucks. It sucks um, I, I try not to be that preachy type anymore. Honestly, I try to just live by example. And if they're smart enough, if they're willing enough, they'll, they'll hopefully ask questions, come to me. And I can help them in any way, any way I can.
0: Dude, that's maturity, man. I'm glad you said that. You know what? This might be speaking to a lot of the people in our community because maybe a lot of us have seen that fluoride's there, and we're trying to help out people in our family or people close to us, roommates, whatever. But uh, yeah, I used to be just like you. I used to be like the preachy type. You're like, you can't be putting that garbage in your, in your body. Like, oh, your grandma recipe calls for canola oil. Bullshit. The canola has only been around for like, whatever. I was just like, poke holes at things and I realized, hey, I'm just being super unpleasant, you know, like I'm I'm driving distances between people I care about for a million other reasons. This person gives me value. I give them value. We've had a relationship for like so long. What am I doing? There's got to be a better way. And like you said, it's by example. Once you start doing these objectively healthy things, you will get objectively healthy. And people notice that they might not say it to you, but uh, you and I probably have gotten some messages on the side be like, hey, like, Uh, what are you doing? Like, this is interesting. What, Oh, that thing you were talking about, was that real? Like they'll reach out and just give them time because they're their own person. They're on their own journey and you can't force this stuff down people's throats. I would love to, I know you would too, but (laughs) it's not the most efficient way to do it. At least for people you love and care about. If you want to get good engagement on your posts and stuff, go as controversial as you want. It's the best. It's hilarious. But (laughs) with people you actually care about, you need to be a little bit more patient and and uh a bit more mature unfortunately
1: yeah. <laughs> unfortunately i i yeah. just want to say hey take my hand and trust me I, yeah. i'm gonna get you to the best health you've ever been in and you're, you're gonna i mean honestly it's like some close family members it's it's i tell them i'm like hey you're gonna get to this point in your life where you're gonna finally take my advice and you're gonna be feeling better than ever and you're gonna ask yourself why the fuck did i not do this sooner yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, a really great. Point you made is is it does drive a wedge the more kind of preacher you get and i've had that issue myself so I, i've definitely come into my own in terms of just being stoic with it yeah and, and just leading by example speak less and speak uh
0: less, more by example and exactly uh, people naturally get defensive you start attacking them personally whatever but uh yeah yeah you know how it is yeah. Dude, I love how your screen, you became like the Batman now. It became darker and darker. The-, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the sun's gone down. I had my window open. I actually was just going to look. Do I need to up my light? Uh, I, I can see off. you
0: fine, but you can play around with it if you want.
1: Okay, I'm Batman.
0: <clears throat> That's fine. <laughs> so, do you have any uh, post sun, like uh, red light or any kind of blue light blockers, any kind of routine for that?
1: So, yeah, I've got my blue light blockers. These are prescription. You can kind of see the blue in them.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've had these for a while just from gaming. I always had these. Um, And then on my Windows PC, I actually have it go into like nightlight mode, similar similar to Apple's like night shift. Nice. Um, The sun is down now pretty much. So it's gone into that more red light. But I'm going to turn it down just for this pod and mess around (laughs) with this light a little bit. Yeah. Un momento, por favor. Cut, cut, cut. I guess for, what is it? Here we go.
0: So how was Spain, bro? Spain Sorry. was Spain was fun, dude. It's um, I was just talking to to someone about this. Like my parents are first generation that came here from South America, but our family's from like Spain and South America. And like I'm like a huge blessing to be here in the states. I got an American education, got get paid in American dollars. It's great and all, but um. It's I re- I thought everyone wanted to come to the states. I didn't realize till much later like these people needed to come to the states. You know, it's a huge difference. Like for like everything's shit in their home country, like corruption, all that. So, but they didn't want to because all their family, their language, their culture, everything's over there. So, I uh, I feel tremendously blessed to be able to go have the opportunity, the option to go back and like experience things. So that's why I feel like i have to like i want to also but i also have to go back because i have that opportunity to go back and like there's something i'm there's something about walking around and seeing like old ladies that look like your grandma and like everyone looks like your cousins like you're just walking around like you feel at home like that's your home country for like thousands of years i didn't i don't have that here in nova in northern virginia so it's it's kind of cool
1: yeah that's incredible that's (laughs) that's that's awesome i uh I'm actually headed to Ireland pretty soon. That's genetically where my second half is. Let's go. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that, man. It'll be a great experience. <laughs> yeah, my first time over in Europe at all, actually. So I'll oh, be no. up over there in April. Yeah, I messaged Bart. I think he's going to be abroad at that time. But if he is around, we're definitely going to have to link up.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd um, be great.
1: I'm I'm so excited. And, and like you were saying, in, in kind of getting that connection of the familial history i mean my uh, grandmother came over when she was a, a, a small small i think she was like eight years old um but my great grandmother i i lived with her or she lived around here and we had a close relationship up until 2017 she passed away in her 90s but she had a thick irish brogue is that what what it's called i think she had a thick irish accent nice uh, she was she was very irish so it'll it'll just be really cool to go around there and see see some of my family that stayed in ireland and just um i'm, I'm sure there'll be some genetic memories that'll come up which which yeah, i'm excited man. about
0: and you're what, a big how you feel lover. what's that and you're a big nature lover that's the pl- yeah. place for it
1: yeah i'm excited raw to uh, go hug some cows and get some raw dairy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you feel about genetic memories since i brought that up
0: I think they're real. I think it's uh, super powerful because I, I'm not a hippie by any means, but like I, I, I've been around a lot of them. There's a lot of ideas they have that, you know what, fuck it, they're good. But the vibrational, like s- collective subconscious, that that's not even a hippie term, that's from uh, Carl Jung. It's real because we, everything is atoms. The light photons or waves are coming into your eyes, what you hear, or hurts coming into your ears, all the electric uh signals in your in your neurons in your brain it's all signals and they're all wavelengths meaning that if you operate on a certain wavelength or vibe as they say you can meet and connect to people on the same plane that same vibrational plane and you just connect that way i believe the exact same thing happens with blood i think that happens with locations uh whether it's like a traumatic thing oh my gosh this this place has a bad vibe this location has a bad vibe that person has a bad vibe so can, like, uh, places where your family had had extensive generational sacrifice and, and lineage. I feel like every time I go to Spain, I can't explain it to people. I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't know there was a word for it. Every single time I go to Spain, I feel at home. And it's a type of, like, it's an overwhelming feeling. Like, I actually almost cry every time the first day, every time I come.
1: Getting chills, bro. I'm getting chills.
0: It's crazy, dude. It, it, it's it's insane. And so I, I love it so much. And that feeling is just, it's, it's powerful and it's real.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited to go to Ireland. I, I really do think genetic. I mean, like your ancestors have been there for longer than you've been here. So yeah, it's, it probably feels like home for sure.
0: For sure. Wow. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. dude, if you're going to be in Ireland in, in April, I don't know if I am going to be back by April, but if I am, dude, I'm just going to hop over and say what's Bounce up.
1: Over. That would be so awesome. We can hang out in Dublin for the day or something.
0: Dude, we going to push
1: some cows over facts bro <laughs> give them hugs give them hugs give hugs. them hugs <laughs>
0: <And
1: that>, <laughs> cow tipping i was actually just talking to uh my aunt my mom and my aunt the other day uh they were talking about some like childhood shit yeah being being delinquents and tipping cows or something at night i didn't know that was an actual thing i thought it was uh, a <laughs> I thought it was a folklore.
0: No, it fucks them up,
1: dude. They can crack ribs. <laughs> That's ripped. messed up, man. That's yeah. messed up. I was I was giving it to him. I was like, you guys are terrible people <laughs> pushing over cows, bro. They didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> I bet the noise they make is hilarious. They <laughs> 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 don't know what they're expecting.
1: Man, if someone pushes over my cows, I'm coming out with a shotgun, boy. <laughs>
0: <Mm-mm>.
1: <laughs> one day, uh, one day, one day. Get some yeah. land
0: rko of cow take the leg
1: (laughs) yeah single leg
0: how'd you mess up your knee was it like someone cranking a leg lock or something
1: no it was um i think just overuse honestly the patellar tendon right beneath the kneecap that like big tendon right there yeah um it's very common that people have overuse issues with that i I think a lot of the other muscles like the vmo vastus medialis yeah i think yeah the teardrop part of the quad that's a huge stabilizer in the knee i think that was weak a lot of the times, injuries, overuse injuries specifically, are just the adjacent muscles that are supposed to be doing their jobs aren't doing the best job, and that puts too much strain on the the other muscle or tendon, whatever it may be. Um, so, just by strengthening the accessories, it seemed to just like the pain went away over time. I, I really don't think it was any traumatic event in
0: general. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, if you want, if you have weakness in a muscle, is it smart to? S- stretch it or strengthen it like for instance like the most common thing the uh anterior pelvic tilt right people are sitting yeah. all day that's from weak core weak glutes mostly right and yeah. then super tight quads and super tight lower back right so it's like opposite of each other it's like an x
1: yes it's like an x one's pulling the other into the incorrect position and the other isn't doing his job to pull it back as like a counter balance counterweight so by strengthening the accessory uh-huh. as well as the antagonist muscle so whatever's pulling against that will really help straighten it out sorry i was doing a visual down beneath yeah. there um yeah for an example like knee valgus where your knees are coming in yes if you strengthen the outside it's going to be it's going to do its job and pull it back out if that makes sense it really is like a big balance game um, about your the anterior pelvic tilt generally yeah your glutes would be Underactive in some occasions, those active glutes, activating those glutes would kind of pull your pelvis into a a more loaded position. Yeah. Um, The hip flexor generally plays a factor in that as well. People having really weak, overactive hip hip flexors just from sitting all day, being at a 90 degree. Um, But it really is just addressing the muscles within the area and strengthening what you can getting blood more... flow to it if you have an injury for example getting as much blood flow to it without going backwards in terms of like re-injuring it making it worse gotcha. blood flow at the end of the day is like what's gonna accelerate and, and uh push along the healing process
0: gotcha so is it more efficient to strengthen the weak muscles or to stretch the tight muscles
1: I I would say probably strengthening the weak muscles. That'll take a lot of the strain off of the tight, tight muscles. And that'll allow you to stretch your tight muscles um, a a lot easier for sure. Because if a muscle is just bound up and it's it's constantly tight all the time and it's doing all the work that it shouldn't be doing, you're really not going to get anywhere unless you actually strengthen the muscles that should be doing their job just to take that relief off of it. Then you can kind of start opening up those new ranges of flexibility.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. for like the first time in my life, really, I started working corporate job right out of college for two years. And then I started doing this stuff on my own. I'm sitting so many hours of the day. And for the first time in my life, I'm feeling like tension in my lower back. I'm like, dude, this is old man shit. This is, this isn't real. This can't be happening. So I started just foam rolling and- oh, yeah. It feels good, but I feel like I I should be doing more for my glutes. My glutes have disappeared, dude. I, I have a long back now. It's <laughs> I need to fix those glutes. So yeah, strengthening
1: the glutes—they're a huge muscle for sure. I think sh- yeah. by strengthening your glutes, that'll take a lot of relief off of your lower back for sure. They're they're a massive muscle in the lower body, and a lot of people's glutes aren't firing properly. You can start with like single like glute bridges in your house. Those are great for just firing up the glutes for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm in a group chat with some friends, and I'm telling them about like my glute journey and stuff. And they're like, "Yeah, man! Like, show us your update. Show us the glute spread."
1: <laughs> glute spread. <laughs> like, all right. No, it's good. I hit uh some some glute bridges today at the gym. It was it was uh it was fun. So uh, it, yeah. Yeah, it's great. A lot of people have um glutes that aren't firing properly. It may, whether it be your left glute and your right glute, sometimes it's an imbalance. But just by Engaging them, bridging a lot is, is going to be really beneficial for getting the glutes going.
0: Yeah, you got to get those fired up. Um, yeah. Dude, how can people get in touch with you if they want to work with you? Maybe they if they have some questions and such.
1: Right. So I mainly use Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Xavier, X-A-V-I-E-R, underscore Malik, M-A-L-I-K, one. We got a one at the end of it. First. I have a link tree in my bio. You guys can apply for coaching, there one-on-one coaching. I'll build a full program for you. We'll stay in close touch. We'll talk multiple times a week. Uh, I'll provide you accountability. I'll build a full nutrition guide that you can follow, and obviously, just just help you along the journey. Um, with my clients, I like to build a close relationship with them, and, and they become brothers, sisters to me. And I'm invested in your journey and of your health. I want to help as many people as possible for sure. Um, but right now, just just instagram is is the best place to find me
0: sweet man it's been great talking with you i'm gonna i'm gonna keep in touch you're really easy to talk with you got a lot of ideas and uh dude we might roll we might have to roll i don't know of course
1: of course (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to link back up soon
0: yeah man sweet i'll I'll keep uh, an eye out for your content man
1: thank you man i appreciate it
0: you the same and take it easy xavier peace out thanks man